Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey guys, welcome to the At Betches podcast. I am Kay Brown, your senior social media manager and the co-host of the Bachelor podcast. I am Amanda Duberman. I am the editorial director of Betches Sup and the co-host of the Betches Sup podcast. I'm Sarah Levine, the editor-in-chief of Betches.com and co-host of Not Another True Crime podcast. Hi guys. <laughs> so um, there's three podcasts you can be listening to this week, just in case, just as soon as you finish this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I wanted to give you guys a little um, heads up on what we're going to be talking about today. We are going to start off by talking about the TikTok trolls um, at Trump's rally in Oklahoma. This is um, actually incredible. Leave it to Gen Z to fuck some shit up. Um, (laughs) Then we're going to be talking about fireworks. Um, Fireworks are happening all over the country right now. Um, I have been been, (laughs) dealing with it. Full blast insomnia's no overtime. <laughs> Literally. And um, we'll be talking about that. We'll also be talking about Justin Bieber and a few people from the Riverdale cast and Chris Delia being accused of sexual assault. If that's triggering for you guys, um, it'll be toward the end of the episode. So you are um, urged to skip ahead if that is triggering. But at the end of the episode, we'll also be talking about um, New York City opening up uh, for business as phase two begins, which I am excited slash nervous about. So I'm excited for you guys to hear all of our opinions on that going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we get into today's show, we want to tell you a little bit about what's happening at Betches. We still have our Good Influence Fund going at Betches.co slash donate. That benefits four organizations working on racial justice, um, things like police reform, um, th- those four organizations at the NAACP, the ACLU, the Bail Project, and Campaign Zero. You just donate one sum and we will split it four ways. Or if you know a lot about one of those organizations and want to channel all of your money there, you can do that. Check that out. Also, next month we are having a SUP live show. It is Woo! America's birthday. Woo! She's been through it this year. She did it to herself, frankly, but she deserves nothing. <laughs> it's more. next month, but it's like low key next week. I'm so I know. tripped up. So she gets a, she's getting a Zoom birthday party, just like every other quarantine birthday baby. Um, Grab a drink, join us. It's Thursday, July 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Sammy will be there. Elise will be there. Brian will be there. Caitlin will be there. I'll be there. We'll be there with Representative Eric Swalwell, um, a few of our friends from Crooked Media. And 100% of those ticket sales will also benefit the ACLU. So you can buy your tickets at Betches.co slash live. Lit. Okay. So should we jump in? Let's do it. Yes. TikTok, make it flop. <laughs> That's what I titled the sub episode yesterday, and I can't I stop saw that. singing it to myself. I loved it. <laughs> uh, what did the kids do, Sarah? What did the kids do? So basically, uh, Donald Trump was originally planning to hold a rally on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was the site of a terrible massacre against the black community that has like was largely covered up until recently um anyway so obviously that alarmed a lot of people um and the kind of ties to white supremacy groups and those implications were not missed by people um so under some pressure trump actually did change the date to the day after juneteenth 
I actually uh, can. I'm still like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like still can't get over that because he also know. said, you know, uh, he tried to take credit for bringing attention to that day, which makes me literally sick to my stomach. Yeah, he gross. said so many times that he's done more for the black community than any other president. Like he's said that multiple times and I'm he's just impressed like, us more than any other president. Oh, yeah. Congrats. <laughs> You're right. Like, wow. Like he literally his favorite hobby is, is dunking on our only black president. Uh, right. Yeah. Like who he still questions whether or not he was born here. Right. Literally Donald Trump like made his, his political fortune by claiming Barack, a, a black man was that became president did not live here. Yeah, I saw a tweet that said, I'm going to need Trump's birth certificate to make sure he was born and not summoned. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> oh, the movement we need. My God. <laughs> that was the way. So oh. funny. Ugh. So he was holding this rally um, at this like arena in Tulsa. And basically, someone on TikTok, I think, geniusly figured out that the tickets were free, you, you just had to reserve them. So they were like, hey, guys, um, let's all reserve two tickets, because you could do two at once, to Trump's rally and not go. <laughs> I literally saw that TikTok. I went through the motions but that to reserve my two tickets, but they asked for my phone number. And I was like, I don't want them to have it, even though I'm sure the government has it. So that was like kind of stupid. Well, I think she said in the video, she was like, legally, they do have to stop. Like, if they start texting you, you say stop. But then afterwards, like, we should have known better. Donald Trump does not obey the law. Why would his campaign? And we're still getting these texts. I know. I was like, should I make a Google voice number just to troll the president? (laughs) I should have. I got distracted. But so this is what people were doing. They were, like, registering for these tickets that they had no intention of using. And it was like, Excellent, because uh, (laughs) leading up to the event, the administration boasted like a million RSVPs, and that's not me being hyperbolic. That is what they actually said. (laughs) They had this whole overflow area designated, and like people were lining up for days. Um, But come Saturday, it was actually pretty amazing because the fire department reported that there were like 6,200 people in attendance, and you could just see all these pictures of the empty seats I, I actually have the TikTok um, pulled up right now. I can play it. Should I play it? Yeah, sure. If you want to, uh, if you yeah. guys, so you guys can hear it. Yeah, I know yeah. you can't see it, but um, this is what was said. If you've been paying attention to the news, you know that Donald Trump is planning on holding his first political rally post quarantine on June 19th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, if you don't know why that's a big deal, I want you to Google two phrases: Juneteenth and Black Wall Street you'll find out why people are really upset about this. So why it's a slap in the face to the black community. Somebody on another TikTok post commented that he was offering two free tickets on his campaign website to go to this rally. So I went and investigated it. It's two free tickets per cell phone number. Because when you register, you have to give them your cell phone number. They send you a code. You put the code in and your tickets are reserved for you. So this probably means having worked on a political campaign this past fall, it probably means that I'll start getting text messages from his campaign. All I have to do to get rid of those is text stop. That's all you have to do once you text stop, they have to stop texting you. That's the law. They have to leave you alone. So I recommend all of those of us that want to see this 19,000 seat auditorium barely filled or completely empty, go reserve tickets now and leave him standing there alone on the stage. What do you say? Right. But we all know happened. how good Trump is at following the law. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Though, like you're going to be getting text messages like the day you die. Until you die. Literally. Only My, my texts are only coming in from Donald Trump. That's it. <laughs> but, and that happened, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. But so it was actually great. I mean, to one point of clarification is that like these fake reservations didn't prevent anyone who wanted to go to the rally since you could just show up. However, I still think it's amazing that the Trump campaign was boasting that they had like a million RSVPs oh, yeah. and then like a third of the capacity of the venue. Also boasting that you have a million RSVPs during a pandemic. I mean, when you signed up for this thing, if you were really going to go, you had to like check a box saying, I won't, it's, I understand I could get coronavirus. It's fine. Insane. And the, the best thing about this rally is the only reason they did it was literally because Trump's been in a bad mood and he needed like a He's little, little pep and... step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we need to do this so he can have a big crowd. And it just like, Totally, totally flopped. I mean, the reason I'm pissed now, I'm sure. So pissed. And all likelihood people didn't show up because it's a pandemic. And like the the thing about this story also is that actually 8 million people watched the rally on Fox News, which is a disturbingly large number. And like if he hadn't like made such a fool of himself, that would probably be like the big story. But instead, it's that it was a massive flop, which is amazing. I'll take what I can get right now. (laughs) Exactly. He wanted to come out of the bunker, um, throw a little rally. That totally flopped. Congrats. Um, I also did love the clip of everyone cheering to him drinking water. Oh, my God. This is where we're at now. This is the bar. The bar. In bare And then he just minimum. threw the glass, and I really wanted to know, like, what happened to that glass? Did someone catch it? Did is it, it like just a shatter? Game? Yeah. Like, but it's huh? fucking coronavirus, and like six people on his campaign had tested positive right before the rally. Yeah, and they were like, "Ah, eh, we don't care. It's fine." But yeah, that's where the bar. <laughs> the president can drink water. Terrific. Ah. And then he just threw the. Gl- I'm. I don't know why I'm so upset that he threw the glass, but it was just so bizarre. Like, why not just rage out? Yeah, <laughs> he just chucked it. <laughs> so that really got them going. The crowd went wild. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up, and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So um, another thing that's going on in... Uh, well, it's New York, but also all over the country are these fireworks. If you haven't, if you're not hearing the fireworks yourself firsthand, you are hearing about them online. Um, and it's at first it was kind of confusing. I'm actually dealing with them personally. They are literally on the corner of my block. Personally victimized by the fireworks, (laughs) but literally. Um, and I, I've been hearing them for weeks and like we get fireworks here in the city um, often. I mean, people are throwing like it's illegal, but people do fireworks. But it's like every now and that it is not especially in the summer, all. right? It's like a yeah, summer it's usually thing, in the it, summer. Yeah. Like people are bored. They get some fireworks, especially like leading up to the 4th of July. People have stuff um, or they have leftovers from 
but it's not like every night. This has been happening for the past like three weeks and it's been every single night. And especially this past week, it'll start around, you know, seven or eight and then it'll go until like, oh, they'll, I mean, it'll start going off and it's still light outside. Oh, that's fun. They're fireworks. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And, and then it'll go until, and they'll go until, um, like usually around like one or two, but yeah. this past week they've been going between like three and five. So I mean, like non-stop. a 10 hour firework marathon. Mm-hmm. Oh my like God. Non-stop. There were, oh there were gosh. a few nights where like, I didn't sleep at all. Like the past couple, they've been a little more sporadic where like, it'll be like every hour on the hour they'll do like 10 that'll like wake you up. Oh my God. That's terrifying. So it I mean, sounds like war. It is. It sounds so. I mean, we were recording um, the feeling is virtual last week on Tuesday and we kept having to stop because you could hear like, I mean, literal. It sounds like rockets. That's wild. And honestly, Kay, I was like watching your Insta story and it's so loud even coming through your Insta story that I'm like earplugs won't help. Like nothing would help. Nothing helps. I know. And everybody was like, you should get some earplugs. I'm like, if one more person. (laughs) Bitch, just cut off my ears. Like, seriously, it's so loud. Some earplugs. I actually have a clip that I recorded from um, (laughs) the other night. I know I'm like receipts queen, but here we are. This is this is from my bed the other night. No, that literally sounds like you Google video fireworks and you're playing us the Macy's parade, right? Or like, it's like somebody tweeted, like, it's like I'm in a Ken Burns documentary every night and I live in Harlem. Like, I mean, this will go on for hours. There are lots of um, conspiracies about what might be going on. Yeah, I actually think I'm going to do a super, I started doing a little fun deep dive for true crime this week. But then I got like super deep into like the conspiracy that this is um, like, I don't know, it's like psychological warfare. Yeah. And then I found all these like, not even similar, but like events that actually did genuinely happen that can be used to prove. So like I started just investigating this for fun and then I ended up deep down a rabbit hole. So listen to True Crime this week if you want to know more, but yeah, I was reading, I was reading in the, so the New York Times talked to like a couple of the people that were setting off fireworks and they were saying like, so there are theories that maybe this is the government or police doing it, and Sarah will we'll get into that. But there are like kids doing it because it's fun, and also like Juneteenth yes. is a big deal every year. But this year, it sort of finally got the recognition it was due. And for Black people, that's Independence Day. So they were like, "We're doing it now. We're doing it now through July Fourth. Our Independence Day is today." And like people have been stuck in their house. Like one kid was even like, "We're just celebrating that we're alive, and like we made it this far." Totally. And Honestly, were, yeah. yeah. And the police officers, they, they quoted um, a police chief and he literally said, I shit you not. He was like, well, we're not sending cops there anymore because the cops are too scared that they're going to get accused of police violence. Oh my God. You don't just get accused of police violence. You get accused of police violence because everybody is when on Twitter you, showing also you, you get fil- like Everyone's us. getting filmed doing it. Right. So, so they're like- literally not going because they're stressed about it. But then I read last night, they apparently stormed an area of Brooklyn in like riot gear to fight the fireworks, it's unclear. Also, some people are, are hurting themselves with fireworks, so it's alarming that the cops will- Yes, right, I mean, them. of course, because I was watching my friend's Insta story who lives, I think, in Crown Heights, and it was not like your little 
like I don't know bottle rocket thing. These are like yes. the Macy's fireworks, <laughs> like the shit this you see at Jones Beach, Disneyland on crack, <laughs> like full blown. I mean, outside outside of my apartment building, I mean, you are getting Is a it full- pretty at least. I can't see him from my window. Okay. Kay's like never going to look at another firework again. No. I literally am. It, this is triggering for me. But like yeah. you you can't see them from my window. But if you go outside on the street, you could. I mean, it is yeah, like a full blown like Disney World light show, which which brings me to I mean, Sarah, well, obviously you'll get into this on yes. um, true crime, but like these have to be coming from somewhere, someone like nobody in my neighborhood so these are happening in black and brown neighborhoods and i live in harlem and the on the corner of where these are happening is one of the biggest projects in harlem okay and so the people who are setting these off for eight hours a night for weeks on end like professional grade fireworks there's no way they're able to afford that especially during a pandemic when a lot of people aren't even working yeah. Right. Who's Weird paying shit. for these? Right. And Goes also, who's going to Jersey to buy them? Or, yes. or like, or Philly or something. Like, who? This is this. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, unexplainable. We know, yeah. I mean, the first thing I thought of is that you know we know that police officers were leaving bricks around the city to encourage people to fuck shit up. So I would right. not be surprised at all if they if they were leaving fireworks around. But I mean, I'm yeah, sure we'll people were finding out. like boxes of them. That's crazy. And, I mean, nobody's able to, that is the thing. That's like, nobody yeah. is, a, nobody can afford these. These are, these are hundreds of thousands of dollars of fireworks going off for eight hours a night, every night. For weeks. Oh my God. I, I honestly am not a conspiracy person or anything, but like I am in a full, I'm also sleep deprived. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> see, that's the thing. The sleep deprivation is going to make you it like, might be the even, point. Yeah. yeah. Sending, sending me into like a full-blown spiral. Yep. I, so I also saw, this is the last thing. I also saw this one tweet. <laughs> Sorry. I, I love any, any aside that starts with, I saw this one tweet. That um, it was a video of this like alleyway. And this guy was like, um, this is ha- this happened just a few minutes ago. And you see this alleyway and it's just, a, and it's like two minutes of just straight booms. There's no lights. There's nothing. And it's just the sound. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to my, and it, like, it sounds like it's coming straight from there. And it's like, are they just like making these sounds? Like, are there like, am I, I know exactly. It sounds sounds crazy, but that's actually what people are saying. It's inexplicable. The whole situation is inexplicable. There's an explanation somewhere, but. I don't know. Because there are real fireworks going off, but there are some videos that I've seen that I'm like, there's not even, you can't even see anything. And you're just hearing these, I mean, rocket, rocket sounds. That's fucked up. Just going straight for, I mean, ever. Um, It's scary. It's hard not to think it's some like coordinated gaslighting attempt. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's happening all over the country. Yeah. I mean, I can even hear fireworks from Long Island, so I don't know where that shit's coming from. But I, I mean, I could be hearing it from parts of Queens. Like I have truly no idea, but I'm hearing it at night too. But the, but the like nicer parts of the city, like the, the white neighborhoods, like the Upper West Side and like Chelsea, they're like, wait, fireworks, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, oh yeah. Fireworks. 
We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. So let's, uh, I guess, dig deep into uh, Justin Bieber. Just want to let you guys know this is the part where we're going to be talking about sexual assault. So um, if, this is a tr- if this is a trigger for you, feel free to skip ahead. So early on Sunday, so a handful of young male celebrities are being accused of various degrees of misconduct and assault. This is kind of coming in amid a broader sort of landscape of of basically a, a broad questioning of people's unacceptable behavior that kind of emerges when there are really, really egregious examples of injustice. Um, obviously, this first wave happened with Me Too and now with the conversations we're having about systemic racism. I mean, I kind of think that like, if you're a white dude and your behavior has been so bad that you are targeted in a conversation about just general injustice, like that's on you, man. Like if we went from George yeah, Floyd murders <laughs> and then it ended up with Chris Delia, like that's on you. If there's- You did that. Like, I think, so a lot of things are coming up and, you know, of varying degrees. Some of the things we'll talk about are allegations of criminality. Um, others are things that, you know, border on it. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of these most recent allegations. So on Sunday, uh, Cole Sprouse's name was trending after um, an account posted four tweets accusing the former Disney Channel star of sexual assault at a 2013 party. Um, with regard to Justin Bieber, a woman posted from an anonymous Twitter account on Saturday claiming that the alleged assault happened at a Four Seasons hotel in Austin, Texas in March of 2014. Uh, that would have there been was, the... Sorry, I just wanted to interject because there was also, in addition to the anonymous account, there was another woman who was like, pretty like well-known on Twitter, I mm-hmm. guess. Like she had a lot of followers. Some outlets were calling her an influencer who also tweeted allegations. So it wasn't just the one anonymous account. Right. Yes. That was, that one was supported by another uh, person that had a similar, that claimed to have a similar experience. So Bieber took a few days and then refuted those claims, basically saying that he had receipts. Um, he called them factually impossible. The one claim, the one from the anonymous account, those tweets have also since been um, deleted basically just showing that he was not at that hotel, that he was at an Airbnb. Um, It's important to note that every allegation should be investigated and it should be a fair investigation for both sides. It's important to note that like just saying, oh, actually I wasn't even at that place is not completely exonerating because as we know, trauma has an effect on the brain and memories can get jumbled and like 
you know, think of how many times you've forgotten a minor detail. Imagine if that happened, right. and, like the worst thing that ever happened to you, if this is something that happened. Um, so we just thought that was worth saying. And then with regard to Christelia, he's a comedian. A woman named Simone Rossi posted screenshots of DM conversations on Twitter. Um, she claims that he sent her when she was just 16 and he was in his 30s. Uh, she began her, I know, she began her thread by saying she couldn't believe Delia now 40 had been cast in the Netflix series You as a man who is a secret, secretly a child molester. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, and then he also apparently played some kind of pervert on an episode of Workaholics, I, I believe. Re- I, I did know that. Wow. Jesus. This is what I'm saying. It's like... Even if, so a lot of these, I think there was also an Ansel Angor yes. one where he dated somebody who was a couple years younger and maybe wasn't legal, but for these ones- But also that, that woman of, like alleged that there was an instance in which he did like right. assault her. It wasn't just the sketchiness of dating a teenager when you're 20. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he put this statement out on Instagram that was basically, his statement on Instagram amounted to like, yes, we did have a relationship. I ghosted her. <laughs> and- uh, the subtext is, and that's why she is claiming this. So it was, it was not good. Right. And he was like, uh, this relationship was, uh, legal and consensual. And I think Chris Delia said the same thing. He was like, these were all legal. And it's like, dude, if that's your bar for relationships, yeah. like that's part of that's right. the, That's the problem. Especially. Like, okay. It's one thing if you're 20 and you're dating a 19 year old or whatever, but like you're 30 and you're Googling the age of consent in States to be like 16 ugh. is fine. What the fuck? What the right. fuck? You don't actually care that you're assaulting a child. You care that Ew. whether or not you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, like, it's right. fucking gross. Yeah. It's fucking gross. It's fucking gross. So, yeah, I mean, <sighs> I guess, like, here's another wave of celeb accusations. It's tough because these do come in waves, and then there are probably people see opportunities, but that happens so infrequently that I don't even really want to, like, indulge that side of it. Like I said, like, all of these should be all credible allegations should be taken really seriously. And I feel like Bieber was sort of almost said that. I feel like that was the tone. Yeah, it was his tone, but. But he didn't quite get there. Uh What do you mean that that allegation should be taken seriously? Not necessarily. Yeah, he didn't. I feel like that's that's the point that was missing. He was like, you know, I wanted to take a few days. I wanted to make sure I responded correctly. But Mm -hmm. he didn't really like. He didn't say, he should have said, you know, I am willing to cooperate with any investigation. Ah, like, I got it. would love to hear more, like, mm-hmm. to help this person heal, like, restorative justice, figure out For what sure. happened. And then if, if that person doesn't want to return to the conversation, that's not just because it maybe didn't happen. I'm sure that's for a lot of reasons. I'm sure accusing Justin Bieber of assault is, like, not a pleasant experience. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. 
And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Well, um, on a lighter note, uh, New York City is beginning to open up after months of lockdown, which is... uh, I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't (laughs) like you guys go to the restaurants. uh, I'll catch you in the second lockdown in two weeks. Yeah, I just feel like like I have definitely I have definitely made progress in going out like I've yeah, um, I'm going to the park. I took the subway. (laughs) Wow. I know wow. the subway honestly smells like pine saw and yeah, um, you look so cute in the park with your sparkly makeup. I was like, I, get I a girl, felt, get out there. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on, put on some glitter on my yeah. eyes and I'm going to go lay out in central park. Cause I hadn't been, I hadn't been below like my, I mean my couple blocks radius in months. So, you know, I've definitely gone out. Like I've gotten like, drinks to go places which is fine like grabbing them and like walking to the park or whatever which has been nice but I don't know if I'm ready to like yeah sit down and eat and hang and yeah it's weird I I was like I was riding around on a bike yesterday in the city and it's like nope I don't want to do that it's like it it looks like just a normal like summer night in June because everybody eats outside then anyway you just know there's nobody inside but like the restaurants themselves individually are, are like, they're, they're doing their best. They're putting up some guards or whatever. But what I had noticed is that like nobody restaurants that are side by side, like neither one of them want to give up any space, understandably. So like those tables are really close to each other. Like the ones that are from separate restaurants and it just looks bad. And they're in the middle of the street. Like Savazio has said that that's okay. And like, I really hope Karen's aren't assholes about these restaurants finally being able to hopefully make a living again because they got to put some right. tables in the street for a minute. I mean, it's kind of cute. It's adorable, but it looks terrifying. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's for me, it's more the fact that like, I mean, I understand why they're not making you wear a mask because how do you wear a mask and eat? And eat. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, but you can't, but it's kind of the fact that like, you know, it's one thing for me to go out with like my people who I know I've been quarantining, but like, I don't know what the hell the rest of everyone has been doing. And for yeah. me, it's like, it's not super worth the risk. Um, but they could have flown to the Trump rally in Tulsa, then come back exactly. and have, have right. dinner you next to you. do not know. <laughs> no. I also, I do think I, I'm a little bit less terrified. Like, I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I think I can go on a run in my neighborhood now mm-hmm. and not be like, paralyzed by fear if I encounter a single person that I'm going to get the virus. Um, But like, I'm, I'm glad the restaurants are, you know, trying to support themselves personally. I think I'm going to sit this one out for a little while longer. And I've also just done like, I've gotten takeout from the restaurant and then gone to sit in the park, which like, Oh yeah. I'm more comfortable because I have way more space anyway. Like I don't personally need to be like sitting on the sidewalk at a table. Like I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, if if they're going to let me walk around with a drink, that's what I would almost always rather do. We need to normalize this for the future. I mean, I love that all it took was a (laughs) pandemic for open container laws to just go out the fucking window. (laughs) I mean, they are actually still in effect because I was like, 
I think I was researching like Astoria where I live is a complete fucking shit show. Like there's crowds of people in the streets in front of bars and the governor had to be like, we still have open container laws. You're allowed to grab it and go, but you can't be chilling on the street. Like this is New Orleans. Hmm. So um, as like, just, just with I your want everyone to be hand. aware, like you are not really actually supposed to be openly drinking in the streets. <laughs> just feel like I should say that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But um, but it's fun. But <laughs> yeah, I am ex- no. I, I am excited to you know start to see like we said these restaurants and you know other places be able to reopen and you know provide jobs and income for people because it's obviously very important. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, not visiting a public bathroom anytime soon. Ooh, the public bathroom. <laughs> no, I did use one once during coronavirus, and I felt weird for days not physically weird but i was just like that was a bad move amanda why did you do that that was bad and oh. i used it like twice it was one of those where like i, I left used the one house twice. after having coffee and i had to yeah, yeah. i went back to the same one but uh i was reading about public bathrooms so apparently a study came out last month confirming that the infectious coronavirus is present in feces yay right however <laughs> the virus <laughs> the virus can't enter you through your butt <laughs> great unlike Chris so Evans, so ever meets gay. just kidding there's some <laughs> things that i'm like you know what if i get coronavirus that way then okay it to happen but <laughs> the issue is that like, you know in you, a sense yeah the issue is that in public bathrooms like you can it can't you can't get the virus through your butt but you can <laughs> 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 like saying we should title the episode can i get coronavirus through my butt <laughs> but like the problem is like when you flush and then the aerosol particles yeah everywhere so you Which don't is, want to spend a lot of time in public bathrooms like you can use them just don't touch anything and like try not to linger which is cool because like you shouldn't be doing that anyway no. this whole article in the new york times was explaining how like you should try to open <laughs> bathroom doors with a paper towel or your elbow <laughs> and i was like um i'm sorry i've been doing that for at least 10 years <laughs> what are y'all this doing should not be news new york times it's just like right. when we thought at the beginning of all of this, we we're like, if we just wash our hands, it's like, right. were people not washing their hands before? I know that this was like embarrassing that we had to have a whole <laughs> national campaign to tell people how to wash their hands. Uh, <laughs> that is a mess, but all right. Um, thank you guys so much for joining <laughs> us on this episode. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of at Betches podcast. Make sure you guys get your ticket tickets for the SEP show on July 2nd. And we also have a pride show that's happening on June 29th as well. All the proceeds are going to the ACLU for the SUP and to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute for the Pride Show. And you can get these tickets at Betches.co slash Betches at home. Um, so make sure you get those and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Betches.